I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there's Very severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang all back together. Low T Chuck, newly engaged, screening your calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, lonely tailgater straight ahead with blessed or not blessed. We are discussing uh, one story that jumped out to me today. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not. This Kenyan lawyer offered uh, a a dowry to President Barack Obama for his daughter's hand in marriage, Malia, the older one. Um, he offered her uh, offered Obama 50 cows, 70 sheep, and 30 goats, which, as former Whitefish Montana farmhand Low T. Chuck can attest, that's a, that's a hefty bounty. Three grand a pop for the cows. That's a big, that's big time. Yeah, so what is that? That's 3,000 times 50, 150 grand worth of cows. Mm-hmm. And then the, who knows what sheep and goats cost? Longoria, what's a goat cost these days? Well, I have no idea. Buck fifty, two hundred, something like that. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> just eat them. Maybe. Anyway, I just think it's a great story, uh, and I wanted to discuss that process—not the Kenyan process of the dowry, but here in America, the traditional way of asking a father's permission before you ask the daughter to marry them. Uh, and I know you have some good stories about this. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Any dads out there that uh, were mad that you weren't asked? I'd like to hear that as well. Uh, Jim joins us next on the program. Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, good evening, guys. How are you doing? Excellent. What's going on, brother? Not much. Um, mine's a real quick story. My wife is one of nine. Wow. It, it was the holidays. She had, I don't know, five or six of her siblings over at her parents' house. And what I did was I slipped a note in the Christmas card I gave her parents saying I was going to ask her to marry me. And do you remember the Nike Just Do It commercials? Absolutely. I bought like, I don't know, four or five different pieces of clothing that said, just do it, just do it, just do it. And my wife kept opening up all these boxes that said, just do it, just do it, just do it. And the last one was a box with a teddy bear wearing a just do it t-shirt and the ring was in his hand now now you you slipped a note to the parents did they give you an answer before you her asked dad, her dad looked at me and he just he just kind of winked so i figured that you know that was his way yeah saying, that's yeah, an, okay good for you, you. Know, otherwise he didn't get otherwise he might have given me the finger <laughs> <laughs> he rips up the card throws yeah. it on the floor how long ago was that jim 25 years ago were you were you nervous doing that I'm more because of all of her siblings there. Yeah, that's a that's a big crew. I did it out yeah. in the in the parking lot or you know the parking space in front of my uh, townhouse. That's where I asked. <laughs> How romantic! Uh, we were loading the trunk. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, just a heads up." What do you think about this? Oh, oh! I thought you meant when you asked your wife. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, "How romantic!" Dude, I asked that? my wife on the beach. This is a funny story. Mm. So I want. I knew I wanted to propose on the beach at sunset. So we go. We meet. Uh, 
a lesbian couple that she knew down in, in St. Petersburg. And we have a barbecue dinner. <laughs> right. And, of course, my stomach's jacked. So I got to go to the bathroom, and my wife has to wind up paying the bill because I'm in the bathroom too long. So anyway, we're like, all right, let's walk down to the beach and watch the sunset. So we're sitting on like these, I guess they're logs on the beach watching the sun go down. Right. And my wife's sitting on the log, and I get down on one knee in front of her like to, to ask in front of these two lesbians. And <laughs> my wife thought I was like getting on my knee to put her shoes on. And she yells at me. She's like, don't put my shoes on yet. You know, like snapped at me and i'm yeah. like holding this box with, i'm like uh i'm not putting your shoes on and then she broke down she saw i started crying yeah that was my engagement story tony's in dallas big tone welcome to the show hey guys how you doing what's going on sir not much not much at all i uh ended up proposing uh i asked my uh, her father about a week or two before i proposed he's like six four i'm five seven <laughs> a portuguese guy and he's a big irish dude but luckily for me he liked me and i showed him rain and he was okay with it, and he was actually happy I asked her because it was his only daughter. And then I took her out for her birthday to, uh, I rented a limo, uh, took her to the top of the hub in Boston. Okay. Went out to dinner. And then I, I had the limo driver take us over to the, uh, you know where the half shell is over by Charles River where they play Boston Sympathy and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh, took her there, we walked around, and I got on my knees and I proposed, and said, yeah, we married 25 years, and we're renewing our vows uh, this July. Excellent. Are we invited? Uh, huh? Are we invited to the <laughs> renewal of the vows? Oh, if you guys want to go to New Orleans. <laughs> oh, shoot. Any excuse to go to New Orleans, I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we just, uh, we just, it's just, uh, we're not inviting my family or anything like that. This time we're just doing Yeah, just uh, you two yeah. and, and the Mark Aram show. It would be very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I can get a deal at a hotel. Actually, there's one hotel in New Orleans I'm not allowed to... Uh, to uh, stay at anymore, the the <laughs> folks <like> the, <laughs> the folks at the Bourbon Orleans kindly asked me to never show my face again at their door. <laughs> nice. It was a, it was a mess. I'll tell you that story someday. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now it's time for blessed or not blessed with the lonely tailgate. He is the world's foremost expert on what exactly is blessed or not blessed. He joins us every week on the Mark Aram Show. He is the lonely tailgater. How are you tonight, sir? Hey, are you amazed by the number of people who don't know the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? I would say ninety-six percent of the population doesn't know the difference. Yeah, they keep thanking people, living people for their yeah. service on Memorial Day. Weekend. Which you should I'm always like, do yeah. anyway. You should always do that anyway. But yeah, two different oh, holidays. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. But you know, let's 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 take time to remember. You know, the people who gave all. So indeed, yeah, I mean, a, yeah. a valid point there. Educational tonight. Little there valid point by the lonely tailgater. Real quick, uh, your beautiful wife. Did you uh, did you ask her dad? Yes, I did. And how did that work out? I asked her, uh, I was up, they, you know, they live in North, North Jersey. Uh-huh. I was up in Nyack on business, drove across the <laughs> Hudson, came down, and met them at a barbecue joint called Cubby's. Nice. Cubby's over a plate of ribs. And your wife wasn't there, it was just you and her parents? Yes. And they're they like, no idea. they're like, do we want our, our beautiful daughter marrying this half-Asian kid that went to Auburn? <laughs> exactly. And they, they exactly, and they you said know, yes. They looked at each other, then looked at me, then looked at each other, and they go, eh, Shru- shrugged their shoulder. All right, might as well. Yeah. All right, real quick. Uh, the Hawks lost last night. Um, great season, record-setting season for the Atlanta Hawks. They got swept by the Cavs. We move on and, and upward. But I'm going to ask you uh, 
I'm going to go through the Hawks roster real quick. Real quick, blessed or not blessed on the Hawks players and whether they should be back next year. Okay. Let's go. All right, Pero and Teach, blessed or not blessed. I'm going to go not blessed because I feel like you can get a serviceable free agent who can do a few more things. Yeah. His his role should have been enforcer in the series, and he wasn't there. He should have put LeBron on his tush four times. He should have kneed Della Vadova or whatever the hell into the into the chest. I mean, he was absent. He's Yeah, I'm with you. Not blessed. All right. This team really needs a rim protector. Absolutely. They, they just need an enforcer. They need a hockey goon. Um, yeah, there you go. Kent Bazemore, blessed or not blessed? You know what? I would have said not blessed five weeks ago. Now I'm going to say blessed. Okay. Because Bazemore is a defensive specialist who's kind of morphing into doing a couple other things. He's getting to be decent on the offensive end, so I say keep him around. Blessed. I agree with you. He is blessed. Elton Brand, blessed or not blessed? Wow. You know, if Elton Brand, uh, you know... I don't think he played a minute in the blessed. playoffs. I say let him go. You can use that money elsewhere. All right. Uh, Damari Carroll, blessed or not blessed? Okay, I'm going to go not blessed. Okay. There's a couple guys on this team, I'm going to lump him in with Schrader, that I think you can go out and probably get somebody of comparable skill who might be able to do a few more things. Now, Carroll now Damari Carroll is a bargain this year, $2 million, but he's about to get paid on the free agent market. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I mean, you know, looking, I mean, the Hawks have what? They're $8 million under the cap, yep, right? Exactly. And so... Uh, you got Corver. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you know, I don't know who's out there, but yeah, this free agent market's kind of weak. But do you want to lock up Carroll for big money when you've already got money allocated elsewhere? All right. Well, here's I'm the here's the next question. Uh, Paul Millsap, also a free agent, blessed or not blessed? Do you bring him back? <sighs> that's another one. Paul Millsap, blessed. I think he's a productive player. I think that's the guy you got to keep. Yeah, his However, shoulder his shoulder was obviously bothering him in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. However, you know, there's just there's something missing. There's a there's a few pieces missing on this team. You know, I, I about Corver, who's locked up for a couple years after this. Yeah, and he was just non-existent. Yeah, it was he but, was not blessed. You know, in the playoffs. He, he, he created. If you try to get rid of him, that creates a lot of dead cap space. Now here's here's a name so, that I'm going to throw at you. I think was the key to the Hawks' loss in the playoffs. Thabo Cephalosha. Blessed or not blessed? Well, yeah, his lack of availability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I, you know, I, it would have been interesting to see how different the Cavs series was if he's available to D-up LeBron. Yeah, or anybody. I mean, I mean, yeah. he could have been on J.R. Smith when he was hitting nine three-pointers a game. Uh, you know, when I look at Corver disappear, I start thinking that maybe a guy like Danny Green, who's on the free agent market, might be a better fit yeah. there. He could probably do a few other things on the defensive end. You know, Corver just disappeared. He did. All right, uh, Mike Muscala, blessed or not blessed? Mike Muscala. You know what? I know you, you're thinking he's blessed. You know, I'm thinking he's blessed, too. So for <laughs> what he does in limited time, he's, he's a got a pretty guy, fadeaway. You know? He's got a pretty fadeaway. Yeah. Yeah, maybe get him a few more minutes, man. All right. Uh, finally, you mentioned earlier Dennis Schroeder, uh, the German knight, blessed or not blessed? <laughs> man. You know... I don't know. You know, I'm just, he doesn't move me anyway. You know what I mean? I think this is the best it's going to get with a cat like that. I don't know. He's so fast. He can get to the hoop so yeah, quickly. Fast, man. But if he know, can develop any kind of jump shot and any kind of basketball IQ, I think he could be special. Yeah, there you go. But shouldn't that guy have that by this point? No, he's young. He's like 16 years old. 
<laughs> he's that young? Yeah, he's t- he's young. He's a little guy. All right, but overall, a hawk season, blessed or not blessed? Oh, very blessed. You know, and they're getting dinged. You know, I, I hated the way they took flack for being a number one seed who loses in the conference finals like that, and people say, oh, they were overrated or whatnot. You know what? It's a very blessed season. If you get to the conference finals, it's a, it's a good accomplishment. I agree. You hang that banner and take pride in it. I agree. All right, uh, have a blessed night, my friend. You too, brother. Hey! He didn't say Captain Herb forever. He's tired. Follow him on Twitter. He sounded tired. At Lonely Tailgater. He's a funny guy. All right, Chris and David, we're going to get to your calls next. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. 1023, taking your calls on how you asked for your wife's or ex-wife's or future wife's hand in marriage. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Chris joins us on the show. How you doing, Chris? Pretty good. How are you? Excellent. What's your story, my friend? Well, my girlfriend, uh, her dad had passed away before we ever met, so her grandfather's her hero. Mm-hmm. So I actually asked him for her hand in marriage. He's 84 years old. And he asked me, do people still do that? Oh, no kidding? Yeah. I think they do. I mean, I don't think as much as it used to, but everyone I know, including these two bananas, they asked for the hand in marriage. So I think it's still a thing. I did it. Um, You did it, obviously, Chris. Did he say yes? Yeah, he gave me his blessing. He told me uh, he wouldn't give her to nobody else. Excellent. Excellent. And are you married yet or no? Now we're getting married August the 1st. Oh, where's the wedding going to be? Uh, just south of Knoxville, Tennessee, where, we're at, where I live. Do we need to book a hotel there or can we make it a day trip? Uh, day trip. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't I, want us. I'm getting, that's, that could be our thing. Like wedding crashers? Well, not crash. We're actually getting invited, but like, let's just like. There's nothing better than going to a wedding and eating and drinking for free. Yes. Would oh, you got, yeah. Like th- we're like a thing. Like oh, you, where's Longoria Lotian Aram? They you got to invite him to your wedding. Let's be the wedding show. Like <laughs> yeah. where we just go to weddings. Yeah. I would cool. if someone out there invites me to a wedding. I'm totally going. Oh, I'll go. Yeah. And I'll get you boggle or something nice as a gift. <laughs> a Scrabble board or something. Something very shoots cool. Shoots and ladders. Yeah, shoots and, oh, I love shoots and ladders. Uh, David's and Tucker. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, I prefer to observe rather than participate in, uh, in this. So I'm just listening to the stories. But uh, definition for you, bride price is what the prospective groom offers. Uh, the dowry is what comes with the bride. So you're using the term dowry regarding what the guy was offering for Obama's daughter. It's actually a bride price. So the dowry would be something separate. Yes, yes. The, um, it is possible to have both occur, mm-hmm. but traditionally over the centuries it goes back and forth depending on whether you consider the woman to be an economic resource or not. And some societies would have one and not the other. And then 100 years later, they would have the other one without the other. Uh, so it does vary a great deal. I wonder which is more profitable, at, on average, the, the bride price or the dowry? Uh, absolutely no way to tell. <laughs> there's no there's no t- statistics on that, David, we can look up? 
Uh, if there are, it's in some place far too obscure for me to find. You know, back in the in the turn of the nineteenth uh, to the twentieth century, there were there were five million dollar dowries for uh, American brides going over to marry English noblemen because the the English were losing; they lost all their money. They had no money, so basically, they'd get an American wife and a five million dollar dowry, and Dang. boom, and they they were able to save the kingdoms and the castles. Taylor. How are you, darling? I'm good. How are y'all? Excellent. So did uh, did your dude ask the the parents' permission, or how'd that work? Actually, yeah. He um, he lied to me and said that he was going to be working late um, and actually drove all the way up to Fairview, where my parents live, sat in the house for a couple hours with my brother to wait for my parents to get home from work, and then drove back. So it was a eight-hour round trip. And your parents were like, hell yes, take her off our hands. <laughs> well, I was already living down here for about... a Five years uh, when that happened, but yeah, they were they were pretty happy. They they liked him a lot better than the uh, than the guy. The other guy, the other banana. We've heard about that other banana before. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. yeah. But at least he, that other banana brought you to Georgia, though. So we got to give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he hadn't brought me to Georgia, then you know I wouldn't have met Cameron. Wouldn't you know know you guys? So. Indeed, indeed. Real quick, did you have fun at uh, the Renaissance Festival? I did. I'm a little toasted, but I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I love going down there. <laughs> Excellent. All right, T. Have a good night, my friend. All right, you too. Take care. All right, we're gonna come back after news, weather, and traffic, and we're gonna discuss the FIFA. Bribes. The bribes of FIFA. We'll discuss it as only the Mark Aram Show can. 404-872-0750. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. The Mark Aram Show. Yeah, 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 but you're not eating meat. How's that work? It does doesn't work well. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, work well. Yeah. My wife, like, we're driving home and she's like, wakes up and she's like, go to Sonic. I was like, all right. We pull up to this. I've only been to Sonic a couple times. And there was like, I wasn't even hungry. She's like, I want a slushy <laughs> and chicken fingers. I was like, all right. There's, I could have the grilled cheese and yeah. fries and the ice cream. That's about all I can have at Sonic. Um, but I miss Johnny K, so we'll talk to him tomorrow. Um, Silky, by the way. He's oh, yeah. in How's Las Vegas at the World Series of Poker. Let me actually check the group me message. He's playing in the $5,000 event uh, right now, and he's still in it. Uh, 28000 in chips. So, good for him. Cool. I got 5% of that little guy again. That'd be nice <laughs> if he hits again. That would yeah. be sweet. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Did you guys get, did you get, a, did you get a lucky one ball from him or anything? No, nah, I didn't get in this time. I was a little busy with Chuck, something else. Well, Chuck nope. had to buy a ring. Yeah, yeah, he's he's broke. Where, did you get where did you get the ring? Did Erickson hook you up? No. Where did you go? Do you want to uh, say or no? He went oh, to Jared. No. No. Uh, Yamamoto. <laughs> yes. yes, Yamamoto's got a black market. Yeah, yeah diamond the black rings. market of diamonds in his house. <laughs> uh, no, I went to Shane Company. All right. Yeah, they were good. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. So I want to talk about this FIFA story. Um. I don't know if you heard about this. FIFA is like the governing body of world soccer like they run the world cup anyway it's been widely known that this is a corrupt organization we just 
are finding out how corrupt right now. Um, hundreds of millions of dollars of bribes. Hundreds of millions of dollars of bribes. That's Couple how the wor- yeah, that's how the World Cup winds up in Russia and Qatar. Yeah, Qatar, where the average temperature is going to be 120 degrees when they're playing really soccer. Humid. It's yeah. gross. So uh, all these all these guys were arrested. Um, I mean, you don't care. Well, I'm not going to go through the story. But I like the bribe angle of this story, not the actual story. Have you, gentlemen, ever been offered a bribe or offered someone a bribe? Let me start there. Longoria, have you ever been offered a bribe no. or no. offered someone a bribe? Mm-mm. Chuck? I've been offered drugs, but not a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've never been offered a bribe, but I, I consider this a bribe where if, like, for example, this weekend we're down in Florida at, and there's uh, in Sandestin there's this little town called Baytown. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just it's it's pretty. It's like a little adult Disney World kind of thing. There's bars and restaurants. Anyway, we go up there. I pull up in the car and it's jammed. There's no parking and the valet lot's full. So I went to the valet guy. I was I waved him over. I'm like I'm like here's twenty bucks. Can we park here? To me, that's a bribe. Like I'm bribing him. To right. do something. Yeah, I mean, I've done that at bars and restaurants. Exactly. You know what I mean? like so I'm considering that a bribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So I, and he's like, yeah, sure. So I gave him 20 bucks and he, he parked the car because otherwise we're going to have to literally park like a mile away and walk in Florida heat. And I wasn't doing that. So I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. here's 20 bucks. Can, can we park here? Yes, absolutely. So I consider that a bribe. I've done that at clubs too, where it's like, you know, if you got a bunch of dudes, you're not getting into a bar unless you grease the guy, the doorman. You know, you flip him a hundo and you can get your six guys into the bar. By the way, do you know how much people are paying in clubs in Vegas? Ridiculous oh, amounts. Ridiculous amounts. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Insane. You mean just to get in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then like a table is like $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who has that kind of money to just burn? 10000 yeah. You want to sit at a table? It's ten grand. What? <laughs> what? And, and they're making... So in Vegas right now, this is interesting. The clubs are the most profitable things... Mm-hmm. In casinos in Vegas. Oh, now. they're expensive. Hot neighbor there. and I were watching uh, Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. on CNN. His uh, Parts Unknown. Love that. He show. was in Vegas. Yeah. And he was talking to Penn Gillette and mm-hmm. and some others, and that's what they said that that's no longer the shows or the gambling. It's the clubs. The club scene. Yeah. Because morons are willing to pay ten thousand dollars just to sit at a table. Never mind the the cover charge, which is like a hundred bucks a head or whatever, and and the drinks are like twenty five dollars oh, a pop. Spent, and you got to buy a bottle. You got to get bottle oh, yeah, service. Yeah, you can't. You get a fifty dollar bottle of vodka. You got to pay five hundred dollars for it. It's insane that they are making Vegas casinos making more on their clubs yeah. than they are in the actual casinos now. That's why they're replacing. They're they're, they're starting to create more inside of the casinos. Mm-hmm. They're creating more clubs. They're also getting rid of the live acts. Yeah, because no one's going Nobody to see. Nobody goes. Them. People want to go to those, and I, I can't. I, yeah, my clubbing days are long gone. Oh, but even Lord. in my heyday, which I if there ever was that. one, yeah, no, I used to go to Club Kaya, and I would f- cringe at paying the five or ten dollar cover charge. <laughs> like, come on! You know, oh really? yeah, when it was when it went from five to ten dollars, I'd be like, ah, yeah. I could easily change my mind and go somewhere yeah, else for the exactly. night. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't want to pay the ten dollars. I, I have a friend. I won't say his name, Johnny, that actually <laughs> paid ten thousand dollars for a club Shut table. Up. Yeah. Now, granted, he is ridiculously. Uh, rich. I would have been there all very night generous. long, like and eight he, hours. He brought his buddies, and he was just being generous, and they wanted to go. But are you crazy? Like, I've been to Vegas 50 times. I've never once been to a club there. Not no. one. I went to one strip club for my buddy Ralph's bachelor party. Cheetahs. 
And they go to the VIP room. It was the Spearmint or Peppermint Rhino. One of those. Spearmint or Peppermint. I don't know what it was. I was there for five minutes. Five minutes. We go. It's my buddy Ralph's bachelor party. We go in there, and he wants to get the VIP room. And it's the same thing in a, in a strip club, at a club. It's like, all right, you got to get a bottle of vodka. It's you know five hundred dollars. Right, right. The girls are uh, you know hundred dollars every twenty minutes or whatever. And I I looked around and I'm like, they're we're gonna have to wind up splitting this bill. And I'm like, no way, I'm paying. I, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna go to uh, the bathroom. <laughs> I took a cab back to the. I was like, I'm out. There's no way I'm gonna pay three grand for this dude's bachelor party. I didn't, I didn't even like the guy. <laughs> I just wanted to go out to Vegas, so I took a cab, went back to the poker room and played poker. So that's the old. I was in a, a, a strip club. Full full disclosure for, for five about minutes. five minutes. Didn't spend a dime. I saw I saw it was going downhill fast. I'm like, oh yeah, that's not. These guys are gonna, yeah, I'm out of here. Anyway, I can't spend that kind of. No, money. it's for. I mean, I you, you literally, literally have nothing to show for it. No, you buy you buy a table for ten thousand dollars. You wake up the next morning, you have zero to show for it. At least if you were going to an event and you spent ten thousand dollars for a table, you feel like you got something out of it. Whether you're paying, I don't know. Like, what, like <laughs> so sometimes the charities will do it. You know, yeah, yeah. Things at ten thousand dollars for a table. I mean, I know WSB's shelled out some money for things sure. that we've gone to. Absolutely, right? But not no, a club. I, that's or insane. A strip club. Insane. I don't know. How you do uh, that. But I want to. Uh, has anyone out there? Let's let's just open it up broadly. Has anyone out there ever been bribed or paid a bribe? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And I'm very curious. I know we have a lot of law enforcement folks listening to the show right now. Have you ever done this, Longoria or Loti? Have you ever been pulled over and done the old, you know, here's my ID and here's a $50 bill? <laughs> oh, I'm so afraid to do that. Absolutely no. not. Oh, You've never no. done that? No I would, chance. I get pulled over by law enforcement. I am doing whatever they want yeah, me I'm to. I'm a minority, dude. The, not, I'm not the, even I'm not, testing I'm, that. Yeah, but you get pulled over so much, Longoria. It might, it might be might, cheaper might, to just give the guy a, a fitty spot. But I'm, I want to hear from any law enforcement agents, uh, officers out there. Have you ever been offered a bribe on a pullover? Like, Because you see in the movies all the time. It's like uh, license registration, and you, they hand them the the wallet, and there's a hundo like sticking out, and it's like, oh, maybe we can just take care of this right here. Like, I wonder if that really happens in real life. I've never done it. Yeah, I'd be I, so I, yeah, I'd be too scared to get in trouble. Yeah, I'd rather take my medicine, right, right, pay the ticket. Let you know. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. So uh, let's start there. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. John's in Lawrenceville. John, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, it's good to talk to you guys. Hey, I, um, this is back in the day. It used to be Drug Emporium. Uh, we would have, like, Frito-Lay uh, come in and be like, hey, man, I'm looking at that front end cap. Uh, they would go ahead and give them, like, football tickets, baseball tickets, uh, something of that nature, and then they would pass it on to the crew if they wanted something done special. At, at, at what kind of a store was this? Uh, this is actually Drug Emporium. They used to be around, like, maybe 15, 20 years ago. What, what kind of store? Was it, like, a drugstore? Yeah, like a huge, huge drugstore, like uh, three times the CVS. So Frito-Lay wants to come in, and they want to put their chips on the end cap. And they they throw you tickets to like uh, the Braves games or something. Exactly, they want the sweet spot where the traffic is, and they'd be uh, working the store manager to get the best spot. And the store manager'd be like, "Heck yeah!" Oh yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> getting something for it. Yeah, he he doesn't care what goes where. Absolutely, I'd want some free corn chips or something. You what are those Frito Lay corn chips? Those are good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd want tickets or something. When was the last time you had a bag of f- corn chips? I don't know. You know the ones, the yellow ones, yeah, that are, like, yeah. curved. Those are delish. I haven't had those in years. Eric's in Fayetteville. Eric, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Boom. Everybody clap your hands. It's been a while since we've done that. I I had to dust off that button. James in Loganville. James, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Yeah. um, You were calling about, had you ever given a bribe or whatever? Yeah. 
I was down in Mexico in the early 80s, and I had come in on a boat, and uh, I was flying back, and I didn't even think about it. I had a handgun in my carry-on bag. Oh, boy. And the federal looked at me, and I looked at him, and I didn't know what <laughs> he looked down, and he rubbed his fingers together and put his hand out. Oh, no kidding. This is when the peso was about $2,500, 2,500 pesos. To, to a dollar. dollar. And I put a $20 bill in his hand, and he zipped my bag closed, handed it back to me, and I got on an Eastern Airlines flight. With a gun. With a loaded gun in the bag. Longoria, what did you do with that $20? <laughs> After we, we bought about five goats. And... <laughs> he probably did. I don't know. But How long ago was this, James? Um, It was 84. All right, pre nine eleven. Yeah, I could I can imagine that pre nine eleven. Oh, I'm sure you could do well, it you now. Could still fly into the country, and then if your flight turned into domestic, you didn't have to hit customs. That's pretty cool. I got I got stopped at TSA post nine eleven. I had uh, I used to smoke a lot of cigars, and I had a fancy cigar lighter in my bag, and it, it was like a I didn't pay two hundred dollars for it, but it was a two hundred dollar lighter. My right, uncle right. my uncle owned a cigar store, so I got it at cost, and they're supposed to confiscate it. And the guy pulls me over, a young guy, and he looks at the lighter. He's like, wow. He goes, I'm supposed to take this. And I'm like, uh, you know, what am I going to do at this point? I'm not... And he's like, go ahead. And he let me go on with it. It was like a blowtorch lighter. Oh, wow. He let me get on the plane with a blowtorch lighter. <laughs> nice. I mean, you could tell I was, I mean, right, right, I'm just right. a fat Jewish guy. I'm not going to do anything <laughs> bad. Russ in coming. Russ, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Mark, how you doing, buddy? What's up, man? I was just thinking, I just tuned in a minute ago. I didn't hear the whole show, but... uh. I never bribed anybody, but a long time ago when the Braves were playing the um, World Series in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they were sold out, and we bought some tickets. Which one of us for a moment bought some tickets from a scalper? And there was four of us, but the seats weren't together. You know, and I saw my friend down there. Uh, he was way down there with better seats, and I could see there was empty seats next to him. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go down there, and the guy stopped me. He said, let me see your ticket. He wouldn't let me go. And I said, look again. I put a 20 on top of the ticket. And he said, yeah, you're down there. Oh, <laughs> no kidding? Oh, yeah. Let me go down there. So That's amazing. I never heard of that working. Yeah, that worked that time. So so you just tip the usher, and he'll get yep. you. I like that. That's good to know. You can buy cheap tickets and then give the guy a 20, and boom, you're front row. Brad's in Forest Park. Brad, welcome to the program. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you, brother? Do, uh, doing good. I uh, do uh, repos for a living. I, I had some people that are willing to do uh, hand money out or do whatever. Uh, but the best story ever was uh, down in Hurricane Katrina setting up FEMA trailers. Had a guy said, hey, man, if you set it up extra special, I'll give you a low country boil and made some of the best food out of Lake. How do you set up a, how do you set up a trailer extra <laughs> special? Uh, we get all the good materials from uh, FEMA, all the good stuff that doesn't mold. Oh, I got you. Yeah. That was great. So you got you got bribed by Low Country Boil. I'll take it. I guess so. I'm not a fan of Low Country Boil. We I don't talked know about what that. Is like, it's like the crawfish and you oh, boil it up and okay, okay, just okay. too much work. Yeah, that is too much. Too work. much work. Hey, I got some tickets to give away too on this final segment. Where are my police officer friends? Have you ever been bribed on a pullover? I want to hear from you right now. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk on the Twitter at Mark Arum. M A R K A R U M. One segment to go. This is the Mark Aram Show.
even till six in the morning. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, real quick, let's fire up some calls. 404-872-0750. Ten seconds or less, please. Blaze in Stone Mountain. Blaze, what do you got, my buddy? Mark, I'm so glad you're back. Are you sure you weren't in the hospital somewhere? No, I'm I'm finally healthier. Oh, healthier. Still a little under the weather, but healthier. That's good. That's good. Okay, well, you know, I'm in the music business, and I was trying to help my young son, 14 years old, make a little money, work with his mom on a gig. He did a great job. At the end of the job, this older gentleman walks up and talking to my son. Before I know it, he's whipping out $100 bills hand to my son and whoo iron hair stood up on the back of my for what um well i guess to tell him what a good job he did hmm ah that's a little awkward i'm gonna leave it there blaze thank you rick's up next on the mark aram show hello rick hey hey buddy Uh, i'm law enforcement and uh i was working for a small town up in DeKalb county Mm -hmm. uh stopped a car from ontario big cadillac Guy pulled out a wad of money about the size of a baseball, and he didn't say anything. But he said, "Man, I got to get going. I got to get going. I got to be up there." And he's just leaping through that uh, wad of hundred dollar bills. I and uh, uh, I, I really didn't have anything on him, and uh, you know, obviously he was trying to bribe me. But uh, so, how much did you uh, make? Uh, no. I <laughs> well, I want to reward you for your honesty, Rick. How about that? Hey, I, I uh, appreciate that, but uh, give it somebody, somebody that uh, who can, can handle who it can use their real name. I got you, Randy. Randy, real quick, uh, you ever bribed anybody or been bribed? Well, no, not really. But, uh, we went to New Orleans and we won some VIP passes to the NFL experience. Okay. But then we tried to get to go to the Super Bowl and we couldn't get in. And we saw this guy giving money to the guy at the door. So uh, then another guy came up and. Gave him some money, he got in. I said, Kenny, who was my son, I said, look, next time somebody goes in there, we're going to go right behind him. When the guy gives the money, just show him our, court, our VIP passes in it and see what he says. And he says, go ahead, go ahead, head on in. So that was pretty good. We didn't give them a bribe, but... It worked? The VIP asked... Ask, that worked? It worked. We just showed him these VIP NFL experience. And he showed him, and the guy was just kind of, well, I'll just let him get VIP. That's fantastic. All right, hang on the hang on the line, Randy. I'm going to give you a pair of tickets to the Craft Beer Festival and 5K Road Race, June 20th on Main Street in downtown Alpharetta. Congratulations on that. Uh, do we have time for Nancy? Nancy, real quick, what do you got, buddy? Uh, well, I never took a bribe, but if I was late, I was late on going to work, and I was speeding down 75, um, and... Uh, I got pulled over a couple of times, and I just showed him my credentials, and um, it was professional courtesy. And they said, that's Nancy from the Mark Aram Show. We're going to let her go. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Nance. Uh, Austin and Jefferson, real quick, Austin, what do you got, buddy? Uh, real quick, a buddy of mine uh, and I, we didn't have tickets for Buffett, but I was like, hey, I have my badge with me, and I was like, let's go, give me a couple 20s. We walked into the walked in the line, held out a couple 20s by my badge, and said, what can you do for me and him? She shuffled us on in, and then she ran up and caught me, and she was like, hey, just drop it in my apron, and uh, so I only dropped one of the 20s because I had to get beer with the other. <laughs> that's that's, that's awesome. Was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it worked out real good. That's that's only half of that story, but uh, no. That well, let's let's do the other half tomorrow. I appreciate it. All right, uh, time for the star of the show. I promise you. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star?
of the show. Little doubt in my mind. I'm so glad to have newly engaged Low T Chuck here. I'm so glad to have Longoria back behind the takeout window. But today it's a no-brainer. The star of the show, Drunk Kurt Schilling, Trip West, on the greatest audio compilation that I will never, ever get to play on the air. Never. Do you agree, Longoria? Like, how awesome was that? Yeah, that was pretty awesome, but we will never be able to play that. All right, star of the show, (laughs) Drunk Kurt Schilling, a.k.a. Trip West. Are you keeping track of these, by the way, Chuck? The stars of the show? Sorry, I forgot. who We, we haven't done it since last week. Who won tonight? Drunk, Drunk Kurt Schilling wins it for that audio compilation that we'll never get to play. So put him that on the big amazing. board. That was amazing. That was amazing. And we're never going to get to play it. Um, all right. Make sure. We need a poster board that we can put in here. You got that? All right. Get on it. Get, get on it, Drunk Kurt Schilling. All right. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. Instagram, Mark Aram. Back tomorrow night, Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you eat pretty baby Don't you eat pretty baby You and me and the devil makes three Don't need no other loving baby Go to sleep you little baby Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.